As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome into another episode of the Sleeping with the Numbers podcast. Dylan here, and we're going to be going over the week seven picks for the machine learning model. And before we get into that, we're going to do a question of the day. And that question is going to be not so much related to uh, betting or sports at all, but more so machine learning, statistics, Python programming. And a question that, you know, I I got a lot. So I taught, um, a TA taught and wrote a course um, for the University of Texas as well as UC Berkeley on, it was a data science boot camp. And we taught students from scratch Python. We actually started out with Excel and VBA, which is awful. (laughs) But that's what we started out with. And then we get into Python for the majority of the class. And we learned data structures with Python, uh, some uh, data science Python packages such as Scikit-Learn, Pandas probably being the most important one. And then we get into some machine learning at the end of the course with Python. So the question I, I kind of want to answer here is how to get into data science. And this isn't really a question that has one definitive answer. The first question you need to ask yourself is do you – know that you want to be a data scientist because some people see the data scientist title, but they're not exactly sure what it is. Um, You might want to be a data analyst or a data engineer, which are, which are different things. But if you want to become a data scientist, you are going to need to be very well versed in statistics, mathematics. Um, There can even be some calculus in there. And then the programming language that you are going to want to learn is Python. Some people will tell you R. Um, I don't think that's accurate at all. Python can do everything R can do and more. So Python is the language that you want to learn. And then, okay, next question there. How do I learn Python? What, what do I do? Do I need to go pay a whole bunch of money for a class? Can I get a book? How do I, how do I learn Python? And the good, good news about programming in general, you don't have to really go to school for it. Now you can, of course, there's software engineering courses, there's computer science courses that you could take at a university. Um, but not everyone has to do that, nor do you need to spend up and and pay that much money in order to learn these skills. YouTube is a fantastic resource that has a lot of different, um, more specific tutorials on there, as well as more general programming tutorials. So a class that I, I really recommend for everyone to take, even if you really don't be want to be a programmer, but that is CS50 by Harvard. And that's available completely for free on edX.org. And if you do it on there, you can uh, you follow along with the course videos. And they even have class materials and homeworks that they'll grade for you if, if you want to take part in that. You don't have to, but it, it's a great way to learn. Um, it's also completely available for free on YouTube. And they start out with with uh, Scratch. It's not really a programming language. It's more to get your mind wrapped around how, how uh, programming languages flow, different uh, words used when programming. It, it's more of a, a beginner's guide into programming. And then from there, you get into C, which is uh, you know kind of what B- Python is built on top of. But uh, you get into C, and then later down the line in CS50, they even have uh, classes on Python. So 
there that that's a great place to start mostly because the instructor is fantastic he gets you involved in thinking about how computers work how how programming languages work it's just a all well-rounded class now for more specific things how to get into data science programming then maybe you want to start getting to some things that maybe you got to pay for so on udemy there are some fantastic data science courses with python on there um, and if you sign up for Udemy, you get things for like 10, 20 bucks and I, that's well worth it. Um, Codecademy is another great resource for Python. They have free lessons on there up to a certain point and then they make you pay for it. But if you just want to get, get your feet wet and mess around with Python, that's a great free way to do so. They have interactive t- tutorials to get you started. Um, real easy to get into. And then, like I said, if you enjoy it then you can kind of keep taking steps forward. But the first thing you got to do is dive in. You need to see if you like it, if you can wrap your head around it. And you don't want to go and spend $10,000 on a course and find out a month later that it's not for you. Please do not do that. I've had many students in the past do that. And a lot of the times they're not able to get refunded. It, it is a shame, but... You need to know what you're getting into before you put up these large sums of money. So Python is the language to learn. Uh, Panda specifically is the package that you must know. Uh, it, it is so useful. I use it every single day at work. I use it every single day for this machine learning model we have here for the podcast. Um, I use it quite a bit. So very, very useful package to learn. So let's dive into it. Let's get back into the machine learning model here for our betting picks. So last week, the model kind of hit and miss here. Moneyline, fantastic. It went 10 and 2. Uh, the only ones that got incorrect was it had Carolina beating Minnesota. That almost happened, but did not happen. And then it had Denver beating the Raiders, and that did not happen. Now the spread and over-under were... were very big misses here. For the spread, it went five for seven. I'm sorry. On the spread, it went five and seven, not five for seven. And then the over over under went four and eight. So not very good there. It seems to be doing great at picking winners. It just is having a hard time um, knowing one how much they're going to win by, and two how many total points are going to be scored for this over under thing, which is. Interesting to me because that's kind of how this model was designed. We we designed it, gave it features to output a point total to hopefully give us, you know, an indication of what the scores are going to be. But that does not seem to be working here um, for the money line. However, it seems to be working every well every week. Money line seems to be great. So as of right now, uh, the spread and over under, of course, deserve more discussion as we uh, move forward. But for the money line, if you want to take the model's picks just outright, I don't think that's a terrible move at the moment. You know, I'm looking past, looking in the past here, week three went nine and five, week four, it went 11 and four, week five, nine and five. And then last week, like I said, 10 and two. So winning more than losing there, but do not Again, uh, the, the money line type stuff. It, make sure the odds are favorable. Don't be taking odds at, at like, you know, minus 600 or some crap. It's not worth that risk. Uh, the return isn't there. Please don't do that. So getting into the games for this week, 
We start off with Thursday Night Football in a matchup that's probably going to be, honestly, a bit boring. You know, Cleveland is ending up like the Giants here. They're getting banged up very badly. It doesn't look like Chubb's going to play again. Hunt is out. Um, Baker, I believe he's been playing through an injury. It, it is just rough on the Cleveland side of the ball. With that said, Cleveland is still three and a point, three and a point, three and a half point favorites at home. But I I can see Denver winning this game if they're not able to get it going um, in, in their run game, which is what Cleveland does. That's what their whole offense is built around was their running backs. And now their two guys are gone. It, um, it's a little scary because the, the Ernest Johnson is probably going to be the starter here for Cleveland. Again, pay attention if Chubb is in or not but if he's not in i think this is a whole different team you know their offensive line is still pretty good um but the running back it it's gone uh i i don't know really what to expect here if anything i would probably aim for the under because denver isn't a high scoring team and cleveland who are they gonna have they're gonna have najoku hooper Donovan Peoples-Jones, I, <laughs> Odell, I guess. But it, it's going to be a rough one for Baker and the squad. So currently, uh, BetMGM has it minus 3.5 point. Home favorites for Cleveland, minus 175 on the money line, plus 145 for the Broncos, and an over-under of 42.5 points. Like I said, not really big scoring teams here, especially Denver and especially Cleveland right now without any of their running backs healthy. So the model has Cleveland winning this game. Now, again, remember, the model has no idea that uh, they're injured at the running back position. It has no idea that their two starting running backs are out. So please keep that in mind. Um, So they are taking Cleveland to win. It is going to take Denver to cover, and then it's taking the over 42 and a half. So for all that, I the only one I probably agree with is Denver to cover here because I think there's a decent chance that they actually end up winning this game. Um, For the over-under, I am honestly probably leaning towards the under on this one if we look at um, Odd Sharks model, they have the over as well. And if we look at the public betting, they also have the over. I I don't I don't buy that. I, I think this is gonna be a low scoring affair. Next matchup, we have two AFC North teams. Uh the first place Baltimore Ravens take on the second place, Cincinnati Bengals. The Baltimore Ravens are six and a half point home favorites, uh minus two seventy-five money line plus 225 for the Bengals, and an over-under of 47 points. So here, that gives us an implied total of 26 and three quarters for Baltimore, 20 and a quarter for Cincinnati. Uh, I I think this is going to be a a great matchup. I think it is going to be closer than this line is telling us. Um, I'm thinking Baltimore will win, so I'm probably going to do one of those... uh, the long teasers here because Baltimore is at that six and a half line. So tease that down six points. All I need is Baltimore to win by a half a point, which is essentially saying, Hey, I do think Baltimore is going to win. Do you not want to pay up for the minus two seventy five money line? Yes. Okay. Well, I'll tease that with another team here. 
So that's likely what I'll be doing. Keep an eye on my action network at fantasy, P-Y-A-N-T-A-S-Y, and you can follow my teasers there. Looking at the percentage of the bets, almost all of it is on Baltimore. 94% of the bets are on Baltimore to win, 72% on Baltimore to cover. Yeah, I can easily, that six and a half point, I I really do think it's going to be a lot closer. As for the over-under, Baltimore, I don't, Baltimore's defense is very confusing. They shut down the Chargers, who I thought was just going to tear into the Baltimore defense after they let Indianapolis and Carson Wentz put up 25 on them. So I I don't really know what to expect here. These divisional games can kind of end up being, you know, a a low scoring chess match. Um, But it, it's really going to depend on what Baltimore Ravens defense shows up to play. Going to the model, the model has Baltimore to win. It is taking the under, just barely taking the under here. Just barely taking the under here of 47 points. So again, if that line changes, the model's bet will change as well. Pay attention to it on our website, sleepingwiththenumbers.com, as well as the Models Action Network, which is SWTN underscore ML underscore model. The model also has Cincinnati covering. So Baltimore to win, Cincinnati to cover. And I, again, absolutely fair here. If I'm going to actually take the spread as it is, I would take the Bengals plus six and a half. But since I'm going to be teasing it down with that long teaser, that's the only reason I, I'm taking the Baltimore line. All right, our next matchup here, Carolina Panthers are traveling to MetLife Stadium to take on the 1-5 Giants. Panthers are minus three-point away favorites, minus 155 on the money line, plus 130 for the Giants, of pretty low over under 43.5 points. Looking at uh, the public betting, it is almost all Carolina here. 93% of the money on Carolina for the money line, 83% on the Carolina spread, and then 64% on the over 43 and a half points. This is another tough one. I think the Giants obviously still have health issues. I don't know if Saquon is back this week. It sounds like Kadarius Tony is likely to not play as well. He's injured. So it might just be Sterling Shepard as far as receiving goes. Maybe some Evan Ingram in there. But So it might be a tough time for the Giants to score here. Uh, please pay attention to their uh, injury report and to our injury report podcast that we post. And Carolina, they can score, and it's just their defense. You know, I like I said, since Dow- they played Dallas, they've been exposed. They've allowed 36 points to Dallas, 21 to Philadelphia, and then 34 to Minnesota last week. They almost came back and won that game, but they didn't. So I... I'm not really sure what to expect here. Uh, I think the 43 and a half is low enough that I lean towards the over. Um, but that but that remains to be seen. You know, if the Giants are only putting up 11 points like they did last week. Now, I don't think the Panthers defense is as good as the Rams, but it, it, it's still possible that their offense just cannot get anything going. So the model is going to take Carolina to win. Carolina to cover, and then it's going to be taking the over 43 and a half points. Next up, another divisional matchup, AFC East this time. The Jets are taking on New England at Gillette Stadium. Patriots are minus seven 
home favorites, minus 300 on the money line, plus 250 for the Jets. Jets coming off the bye here. And in the point total, again, another pretty low one for the week, uh, 42 and a half points. Again, all the money here on one team, New England. Again, I'm not going to take this minus seven straight up. I'm going to tease this down with um, with the Baltimore line. So I get the Patriots, who I think will win, and Baltimore, who I think will win in a single teaser. Patriots are 6-0 and against the Jets over the last three seasons. I really don't expect anything different out of this one. Uh, yeah, they, Patriots at home against the Jets. Bill knows his team very well. Doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Doesn't matter who the coach is. They should have this one in the back. So the model is going to be taking the Patriots to win, the Patriots to cover, and it will also be taking the under for this one. So under 42 and a half. Yeah, I think, I think that's absolutely fair. I I don't think these teams are going to be scoring a whole bunch. It might end up being a defensive battle and not to mention both offenses really are not that powerful. So I'm, I'm fine taking the under on this one along with the model. Another, I guess we could call it Southern matchup here. We have the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Miami Dolphins at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. The Falcons are coming in off a of bye as two and a half point away favorites minus 135 money line plus 115 for the Miami Dolphins and a over under of 47 and a half points Miami coming off giving Jacksonville their first win probably not feeling too good about that and want to get this one back at home the model is going to be taking Atlanta to win and cover and it will also be just barely taking the over 47 and a half it is predicting 49 total points in this matchup I think this could end up being the over. I don't think either defense is very threatening. Atlanta should be coming off fresh. They will have Cordero Patterson just getting touchdowns at will somehow. Uh, I guess it would really depend on the Miami side of the ball if they're going to be scoring. Gesicki looked good. Uh, Waddle looked good. Tua, you know, not a huge fan of Tua, but I think they can end up scoring on this uh, Atlanta defense and who knows Miami might be trending towards getting the number one overall pick as well and if they do do they draft a quarterback you know I don't I don't know if they're very happy with Tua you know there was a lot of talk in the offseason about trading him trying to get Watson and you know if they're willing to do that why not be willing to draft another quarterback Next, we got the highest scoring matchup of the week. Kansas City takes on Tennessee. Tennessee coming off a good win against the Buffalo Bills. But Kansas City are still going to be five and a half point away favorites. Minus 225 on the money line, plus 185 for the Titans. And like I said, highest over under of the week at 57 and a half points. And yeah, <laughs> I, I think that that's absolutely fine. Kansas City's defense is non-existent. Tennessee's defense is not very good as well. They allowed 31, even in a win. So they, and when I say they, I mean Derrick Henry will be able to score pretty much at will, I think. So I, this could this could be the over. 57.5 is a massive, massive total. <laughs> but I can easily see it hitting. That That's a very close one. Um, for me, if I'm betting on the over-under, I will trend towards the under here just because these high point totals are 
are very difficult to hit. But if any two teams can do it, it's going to be these ones. So the model, still a big fan of Tennessee coming off this win. It's going to take Tennessee to win and cover. And it's also going to take the over here. It is predicting 64 total points in this matchup. And I will gladly be taking these players in my DFS lineups. Another solid matchup, and I'm honestly somewhat surprised that Washington is still second in the NFC East, but that division, I guess, is kind of a mess. So Washington is taking in. So Washington is taking on Green Bay at Lambeau. Green Bay are nine and a half point home favorites, minus four fifty on the money line, plus three sixty for Washington, and with an over under of forty nine and a half points. All the money here is on on Green Bay. Nine and a half is a lot of points for that spread. And I mean, they've kind of kept it close in a lot of their games. Uh, against San Francisco, they won by two. They beat Pittsburgh by 10. So that, that one's close there. Cincinnati almost beat them. Uh, only won by three points in that one. And then 10 against Chicago last week. So they, it could end up being close. I think Washington is having a, a, a tough time. Uh, Gibson seems to be struggling here. Heineke seems to be struggling here. So Packers should easily win this game. But what does the model think? The model thinks that as well. It is going to take the Packers to win, the Packers to cover, and it's going to take the over 49.5, predicting 52 total points scored in this matchup. Philadelphia is going to Vegas to Allegiant Stadium to take on the Vegas Raiders without Gruden coming off a good win against Denver. Let's see if they can keep it going. Raiders, three-point home favorites, minus 160 on the money line, plus 135 for the Eagles, over-under of 49 total points. Uh, I'm going to be putting my money on the Raiders. I think they win and cover here. Uh, the Eagles just look bad. They, they have zero run game. I don't know why they don't run the ball. Miles Sanders can obviously run the ball very well. They just don't do it. I, I do not understand it, so I don't think they win this game. The model agrees it will be taking the Raiders to win, the Raiders to cover, and it is going to be taking the over 49 points, just barely predicting 50 points scored in this one. So again, if that line changes, so will the model's bets. This next matchup, somehow not the biggest spread of the week, but the 0-6 Detroit Lions are taking on the LA Rams at SoFi. Rams are 15.5 point home favorites. Minus 1,000 on the money line, plus 650 for the Lions. You know, that might entice you to throw some money on them because that that's not a bad payday if that hits. And then 15.5 Total points for the over-under, which implies the Rams getting 33 and Detroit getting 17 and a half. So, whew, that, that's a rough one. I The Rams should manhandle Detroit pretty bad here. I, I feel bad for them, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Model, Rams to win. Rams to easily cover here. It has them winning by... 19.22 points and then it is taking the over again just barely predicting 51 total points scored in this one so if that line changes from 50 and a half the models bet may change as well and here is the biggest spread of the week the cardinals are 17 point home favorites uh 
against the Houston Texans. Minus 1,600 on the money line, plus 950 for Houston. Take a flyer on Houston. You know, you don't have to put a lot of money, but you get a good amount of return here. You know, people can tell you it's flushing money down the toilet, but anything can happen. Houston almost beat New England a couple weeks ago, if you remember. So, again, anything can happen here. The the Bills were pretty big favorites against the Titans this past Monday, and they lost. So, again, it's all about the odds here. Take a flyer on them. I, th- I think that's worth it. I don't hope they win. I really like Arizona, but uh, for the opportunity to get that return, I think it's worth it. 47.5 point over-under in this one, and the model will be taking the over. Again, just barely. It is just barely. It seems like the model is actually trying to predict the over-under lines than it is what the actual points scored here because it's predicting it's predicting 48 points here, which is just barely over that 47.5. So again, keep an eye on the line. If it changes, so does the bet. And then the model, of course, taking the Cardinals to win and cover. It has the Cardinals winning by 27 points, which is insanely impressive if that actually happens. Uh, And if that does happen, be worried about your Cardinals fantasy players because they might take a seat if they're winning well enough. So that, that might suck if that ends up happening, but that's always a possibility in these blowout type games. Another matchup, Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears go to Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady. So the new versus the old in this matchup. Tampa Bay is 12.5 point home favorites, minus 750 on the money line, plus 550 for the Bears, and an over-under of 47 points. So almost all of the points going to Tampa Bay here. 29 and three quarters to Chicago's 17 and a quarter for the implied final score. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give give me Tampa for all of this at home. There isn't a lot of talk to talk about here. Tom Brady's just very very good at what he does. Model agrees. The model is going to take Tampa Bay to win, but is it going to take them to cover? It has a thirteen point or fourteen point difference here. Twelve and a half points. Yep. So it's going to take Tampa Bay to cover to win, and it will be taking the over again. Just barely. It's predicting 48 points here, and the line is at 40. So I should just give this model to Vegas, because apparently that's what they're using to set these these lines. Only the primetime matchups remaining here. The Colts are 2-4, and four, going to take on San Francisco 2-3. and three. San Francisco coming off the bye, and they will be 3.5-point home favorites. Minus 200 on the money line, plus 165 for the Colts, and over-under of 44 points. I feel like that's low. That seems very low to me. And the public seems to agree. 73% of the bets, 80% of the money on the over. And that's when I, I agree with the public. That seems low for these two teams here. The Colts, uh, well, it's Houston. But they put up 31 against Houston, 25 against Baltimore, 27 against Miami, 16 against Tennessee. San Francisco has put up 10 against Arizona, 21 against Seattle, 28 against Green Bay and 17 against Philly. So I I think I lean towards the over there. That just seems very low. San Francisco should be fresh coming off this bye here. I think Jimmy Garoppolo will be coming back. And if he is, I think the team overall will be better. But better enough to beat the Colts? That I don't know. I 
Again, I'm not a big fan of Carson Wentz, but I am a fan of Jonathan Taylor and this Colts defense. Colts might win this. That might be a good upset pick here. Carson really has nine touchdowns and only one interception? <laughs> that really surprises me. Either way, I think Colts are a good pick here. I, I'm not a huge 49ers fan. They seem to be cursed. Everyone just gets injured on that team. Colts defense is good. I, I lean Colts here. The model, wow, just barely leans the Colts as well. It has them beating San Francisco by .07 points here. So obviously that means it's going to take the Colts to win and cover if it's picking the underdog. And it's also going to take the over, predicting 46 points here, which is over that 44-point line. And our final matchup here, New Orleans coming off the bye week, fresh Taking on Seattle, led by Geno Smith. Uh, probably the reason the New Orleans Saints are four and a half point away favorites, minus 225 on the money line, plus 185 for Seattle. Only 43 and a half for the over under. That seems low too. 43 and a half. So again, uh, it sounds like Michael Thomas is a couple weeks away from playing still, if he plays at all this season. So Saints have put up 33, 21, 28, 7. Seattle has put up 20. Well, we got to remember, a lot of these are with Russ. So 20, 17, 28, 17. Okay, so even with Russ, they were not that high scoring. Um, That just seems so low. I I think the Saints can do a lot of that damage on their own. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I think I I think I lean towards the over on this one. Pay attention to my action network if I end up taking that. Saints should win. Again, flip a coin because they're impossible to predict uh, <laughs> if their defense wants to show up or not. But I don't really like to say it here, but if um, Taysom Hill's out, I think this is a better team because they focus on one quarterback they don't have to swap them in and out which is just highly annoying for everyone fantasy players uh the team it's just annoying they paid him way too much money to do what he does but anyways if it's just Jameis, i think the team will perform better um it sounds like alex collins got hurt as well again pay attention to the injury report podcast that we put out on saturdays it'll be It'll be interesting to see. I'm not confident taking the point spread or the money line here, but I I do lean towards the over. Model, again, loves the Saints. Going to take the Saints to win, Saints to cover, and taking the over 43.5 points. And that shall do it for the the machine learning model picks. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Please take a look at our website, sleepingwiththenumbers.com. I have some things in the works there uh, that should help with picking DFS games and stuff like that. Um, My DFS lineups will also be posted on there. I'm also hoping to get our mobile app released this week, so keep an eye out for that. Um, From the mobile app, just a little sneak preview, I'm going to have my DFS picks there. Uh, You always get three for free, but we're going to give you some other options to get some more of my DFS lineups. Um, Probably going to include watching one of those rewarded ads Helps support the show and gets you another free lineup. Uh, there will probably be other options down the line, um, like 
sign up for our mailing list or something like that. Make an account, and we'll give you five free lineups a week instead of just a three. And then, again, you'll always have the option to watch some ads to get you those additional quote-unquote free lineups. You know, you take some time. I know ads are super annoying. I completely get that, but it helps us out, and we appreciate it. And hopefully those lineups win you back that time. (laughs) Time is money, is what they say, and hopefully that's what we're doing for you. So thanks for checking us out. Please be sure to check out our links in the description to our action networks, as well as our links to Monkey Knife Fight if you want to do some prop bets this weekend. Basketball's back if you want to do some prop bets on there. I know they have some good promos going on. With our link, your first deposit is matched instantly up to $100. Also, we got BarkBox. If you are interested in that, if you want your furry friend to get some treats, toys, whatever you need in a monthly subscription package that you and them will love together, go ahead and use our link. You get a free extra month with it. So check those out in the description, and we will see you in a couple days with the next episode. Thanks again for listening.